RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. We've got a great show today. Decisiveness, making decisions. You know, never before in the history of mankind have we had more information coming to us from so many different angles. Making a decision uh, has never been more difficult because we have so many options, so many choices, so much information. What's holding us back? What do we need to do? Well, being decisive is the first thing we need to do. We're going to start the show today with a really short story. A gentleman was walking through an elephant camp, and he spotted that the elephants weren't being kept in cages, and they weren't being held by the use of chains. All that was holding them back from escaping the camp was a small piece of rope tied to just one of their legs. As the man gazed upon the elephants, he was completely confused as to why the elephants just didn't use their strength to break the rope, escape the camp. Easy peasy. They could have done this, but instead, they didn't even try. Didn't try at all. Curious and wanting to know the answer, the man asked the trainer nearby why the elements were just standing there and never tried to escape. Here's what the trainer said. When they're very young and much smaller, we use the same size rope to tie them, and at that age, that's enough to hold them. And as they grow up, They're conditioned mentally to believe they cannot break away. They believe the rope can still hold them, so they never try to break free. The only reason that the elephants weren't breaking free and escaping from the camp was that over time, they adopted the belief that it just wasn't possible. So what's the moral of this story? You've heard this story before. No matter how much the world tries to hold you back, you must always continue with the belief that what you want to achieve is possible. And what you have is enough. Believing, expecting, and knowing that you're going to be successful, that's the most important step in actually achieving it. And then, of course, be decisive. You know, that's a word that's missing in America. Decisiveness is missing in America. We fluctuate, we vacillate, we waver, we hem and haw. That's a saying from uh, Eastern Kentucky where I'm born and raised. We flip-flop, we procrastinate, we drag it out, we put it off, we avoid the decision, we look around to see if somebody else is going to make the decision, we pass the buck, and we conveniently delay everything because of indecision. Now, you already know, on this week's Jim Fannin Show, on this episode, our discussion's on being decisive. It's time to be bold in your life. It's time to be decisive. So let's take your basic general life. I've written an article on this. I've talked about this before. The word no. No is final. No is the new yes. It is decisive. We don't need to qualify no. Say no. That avoids putting off the answer. Get rid of maybe 
Do you want to see Cars 3? No. Doesn't that feel better? Doesn't that feel good? Use no judiciously, but it is a tool to be decisive. Say no. People ask you questions that can be answered with yes or no. Very seldom do we make it clean. No. We always have to have those. Yeah, well, let me get back to you. Probably not, but let me ask my wife. Let me ask my husband. No is the new yes. Be decisive. Upgrade your greeting. I'm I'm coaching uh, uh, a couple of college students. Upgrade your greeting. And I ask, so... How do you answer, how are you? I'm good. Really? How are you? You answer good, fair to midland. I'm all right. I've been better. If I didn't have any bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. I mean, these are answers. But how are you? It's asked dozens and dozens of times each day of your life. I'm awesome. I'm two levels above awesome. Or another strong greeting. That's the definitive response of a confident person. It is decisive in stating, this is who I am. This is who I am. Obviously, the more you give that positive greeting, you're also going to see the reaction. And eventually, you'll be selling you on the awesomeness of you. Upgrade your greeting. Do that for next week if you haven't already. And then if you've listened to the show, you're fully aware Uh, of my book, The Blueprint, Create Your Own Life Blueprint. This written document outlines the direction of your life, and it's here you really need to be decisive. With this crucial plan, your life, select a lofty, doable vision with corresponding goals for every facet of your life. Do it, and then mentally see it manifest into its physical equivalent. But you must be not just committed to doing this plan. You must be decisive in your mind. Decisive, committed, your next action step. Be bold, be daring, no rules. Be decisive. How about your body? How about your wellness? How about your health? I'm going to get in shape. I am. I'm, I'm going to find a trainer. I'll get started. You blurt that out to yourself. You'll say it to anybody around you that'll listen. How many of us, conveniently, we don't do it. We put it off. We think about it fleetingly. Be decisive to get started. Set the timeline. Be decisive in attending every training session, eating your agreed-upon meal plan, and mentally acting as if you already have the body you so much desire. Uh, hey, Jim, do you, do you want a donut? Come on, man. One's not going to hurt you. A co-worker might state, don't eat that donut. Be decisive. This is your wellness. You're in charge. Be decisive with everything regarding your body, regarding your health. You know, last week we talked about parenting. How many times are we indecisive as parents? You got to say what you mean. You got to mean what you say. Remember, your kid's still in life training. You're the trainer. How you deal with him or her, that's going to set a precedent for future discussions. And your decisiveness, or lack thereof, could and probably will be passed on to their kids or 
your future grandkids. You're grounded. No cell phone for two weeks. Three days later, this is after your kids acted like Mother Teresa. Three days, perfect. Mother Teresa, Mom, can I help you? Oh, Mom, do you need anything? You cave. You give in. All right. Okay, you've been so good. We're going to give your phone back. Don't do it. Avoid doing this. If you told them two weeks, it's two weeks. Avoid doing this. Teach risk and reward. Stick to what you said or don't say it. Be decisive. How about your relationships? We're not always decisive there. Have you ever asked, hey, honey, uh, do I look good in this tie? You're holding up a tie? You, you already know the answer. You, you just need some validation. I get it. But be decisive. Your significant other wants bold, strong, confident. Husband or wife, be decisive in all facets of your relationship. Be strong-minded in deciding where to vacation, what to eat dinner, where to eat dinner, what to wear, where to live, how to budget your finances. Add confidence to your partnership. That's sexy. People love confident partners. Add confidence to the partnership, and the union will become stronger. Be decisive. How about your money? How about your home? If you own a home and or you have a have a condo and you're, you're fixing it up, when you're negotiating with home improvement third parties, make it very clear about what you want. Memorialize, write down all conversations. Get estimates, firm quotes, writing only, assume nothing, and always stand your ground. Never pay full up front unless it's your 30-year-old kid doing the work and he desperately needs the cash. Okay, I get it. Pay a deposit. Pay the balance only after a full inspection. And you're 100% satisfied. Take charge. It's your house. It's your home. Be decisive. How about other family members? Well, this part of your life, that includes your interaction with uh, your brothers and sisters, your aunties, your uncles, cousins, uh, your parents, grandparents. I know compromise is recommended. It is. Compromise is recommended with family members, but be decisive with your feelings and your actions. Tell it like it is. Don't be rude, but tell it like it is with a positive win-win demeanor. Be firm on having only positive interactions. Don't allow negativity to walk into your house. Don't do it. See what's best for these important relationships and be decisive in making it so. All right, golfers. Boy, I've said this a lot. I see this a lot. I just uh, had this experience with a client. This looks like a six iron. You say that out loud. Your caddy looks at you, nods, yes. Yes, the caddy is saying non-verbally, this looks like a six iron. However, a little voice in the back of your mind whispers, seven iron. What do you do? You're standing there with a six. Know that intuition is real-time information that your conscious mind does not possess. Your intuition is your gut feel. It's real-time information that your conscious mind does not possess. Hit your seven iron, period. 
be decisive. And when you practice on the range, be decisive on exactly where you want the ball to go. Even on the range, hula hoop size targets. That's the point. Be decisive. See the line, see the shape of the shot as it heads to a specific landing spot. And with no more thought, let it fly. Golfers, be decisive. How about business? Successful businesses, successful careers, they're built on positive decision-making. So be decisive in your business short and long-term goals. And if you don't have them, oh my goodness, well, you better start there. Be decisive with your brand personality. Every brand has a personality. Be decisive with your strategies, tactics. Be upfront and direct with your team. Do not compromise your principles and values. Be decisive. Your customers and or your clients will positively react to decisive messaging and interactions. Look at every part of your business. Be decisive. And if you're a leader, you know great leaders are decisive. Bolstering confidence within your career, family, or community requires a leader to act the part. Walking into a meeting with a zone mindset, that sets a tone for the meeting. Chin up, posture, shoulders back. Become the positive leader. Your business, career, or family deserves and needs. Be decisive. You know, most decisions in life, they could be made within 90 seconds of understanding the challenge. However, however, some decisions, such as getting engaged or uh, proposing, get, you know, getting married, buying a new home, building a home, f- filing for divorce, unfortunately, moving to a new city, changing careers, well, you may need to gather more information. You may need to weigh pros and cons. You, These are decisions, sleep on them. Always sleep on these life-altering decisions. Take your time. However, when you come to a conclusion, be decisive on the action required and take down the rearview mirror. Do not look back. Second-guess yourself. Be decisive. Good fortune. Good fortune favors the bold. You know, this statement, that becomes a mindset for most champions in life, business, and sports. So if your life right now requires reinvention, redirection, be decisive in your overall personal makeover. Decisiveness is an important ingredient to becoming your authentic, genuine, best self. Decisively attract the zone, the peak performance mindset. Do that in all you do. But how about being decisive when things go wrong? I know you're an optimist or you wouldn't be listening to the show. You prepare for your life to go right. You clearly see what you want. You see your bright future in the distance. However, sometimes things go wrong. This happens to good people. This happens to people that have well prepared. This desire for the best outcome, it can conflict radically with reality. So how do you respond when Things go wrong. Do you instantly feel your chest tighten? Your hands slowly curl into a fist? Do you need to bite your lip for fear of mentally just losing it? Do you lash out when things go wrong with a swift volley of 
explicatives designed to keep the negative intruder or the intrusion at bay? Do you look around to blame others? Do you revert to the past? Do you replay what you just heard, what you just saw? Do you replay it in disbelief? What do you do when things go wrong? How long does it take you to get a clear head? How much time goes by before you can push your emotion back through the cellar door? Where's reason? Why does it why does it flee, run away, reason, when bad times roll? Why is that? Within 90 seconds, when something goes wrong, here's a short little protocol. Immediately, clear your mind of disbelief, anger, blame, confusion, even shock. Is that going to be easy? No. But think about it well before anything happens of how you'll react when things go wrong. Think nothing. Have little or no reaction. Give yourself 90 seconds. No reaction. Absorb, understand what you heard, what you saw. And while you're clearing your mind, lift your head. And simultaneously lower your breathing to six to eight breaths a minute. And that's a lot deeper. Inhale, exhale than you're doing right now listening to the show. You're probably in the definitely over 10. You're probably in the 15 to 17 breaths per minute. So lower your breathing, raise your head, all this simultaneously while you're clearing your head. No reaction, no anger outbursts, no dropping your head, putting it your head in your hands. And as you lower your breathing, smile. Now, this could be politically incorrect. Depends on who you're with or where you're around. Just a little smile. That's going to send some endorphins into the bloodstream. Instantly, you'll feel a little bit better. You can handle this. Lift your head, unhinge your jaw, breathe deeply, just a smile, and that doesn't mean you're happy, that just means you're going to add some uh, dopamine and uh, little endorphins into into the bloodstream. And after you're somewhat calm, turn off your rationale, stay out of the past, stay out of the past. Avoid multiple replays of something you can't control, something you can't change. Allow your intuition to govern your actions. Listen to your gut. Now, focus your energy on a solution, your next steps. And maybe there's no steps to be taken. That's an action. Focus your energy on a solution. Seek all available options. Focus on the simple one. See the solution in your mind's eye. Collect your available energy, send it away from you toward your first positive move or next step. And if you still aren't sure what to do, then do nothing. If time permits, ask questions if it's appropriate. This allow you time to gather more information so you can make a rational decision eventually. Talk less, maybe you don't even talk at all. Listen, understand. You may have to own the challenge, but more importantly, You're going to own the solution. Cope. Accept the new cards you've been dealt. There they are. Meet the challenge of the new circumstance, set of conditions, or situation. And then you move on decisively next. The champion is always ready to adjust. Remain the optimist. Sometimes when things go wrong, it can stop you dead in your tracks. A detour might be your only option. Invariably, It takes the optimist to a better place. And how you handle setbacks is one of the keys to successful living. 
and we all have these setbacks. Remember, only with your head up can you see the horizon. Only with your head up can you see the horizon. And now let's shift gears. Let's talk about you. I hope you had a great week last week. I hope you were disciplined. I hope you were focused. I hope you were confident. I hope you were calm, cool, and relaxed. And I hope you enjoyed living the last seven days. But right now it's time uh, to check the five markers that are going to determine how well you're going to do. These five markers are going to determine your full potential being realized. So get in a car mentally. You're driving up to the Zone Cafe. That's right, the Zone Cafe. And we're cooking five ingredients. You can only select one right now. What do you need? We're cooking up a giant slab of self-discipline, the willingness, the commitment to stay with a task, to reach a well-defined goal. Self-disciplined people are decisive. Is that what you need? If it is, grab it and drive off. You only get to choose one, but maybe you are disciplined. Maybe you do have that blueprint. But are you focused or do you have too many options in the air, too many balls in the air trying to do too much, and you don't have enough time, enough energy? I talked to one of my clients yesterday. Too much. Too many things going on. Too many balls in the air. That's just going to disperse energy and spread your energy out. You won't be nearly as strong, and uh, you definitely won't be decisive. If you need concentration, choose it right now. We also have a, uh, a plate full of optimism, confidence, belief, trust, self-esteem, all baked inside this optimism meal. Do you need confidence? Do you need to sell you more on you? Well, if you do, make up your mind. That's what I need. Put it in your car and drive off. But maybe, maybe you're disciplined, maybe you're focused, and maybe you've got some belief. Maybe you don't have a lot of doubt, but something inside is bothering you. You're nervous. You grind your teeth. You don't sleep well. You fidget. Maybe you need to relax. Maybe you need to chill. Maybe you need to calm down. Sometimes some decisions, they don't need to be made. They don't need to be made. You can be decisive by letting it play itself out. Time may be not of the essence. If you need relaxation, we've got a giant, cool, calm drink. And as soon as you take a sip of relaxation, you can feel it leave your shoulders, your jaw, peace, tranquility. But maybe, maybe you've been doing so much for other people that you haven't laughed. You haven't enjoyed the small pleasures You know what one high school's doing? Actually, they did it this morning. Senior sunrise. And I was told senior sunrise. I go, what what is that? It's one day. It was today at one of the high schools outside of Chicago. All the seniors at 5.30 in the morning, they arrived. They had an option. They had free will. They could sleep in or senior sunrise. And the stadium is... Not quite full, but a lot of people showed up this morning. To do what? To enjoy the sun's sunrise together. The last time, maybe the only time, that they would do that with their friends, their classmates. It's pretty cool. 
But if you need enjoyment, you need that happy meal, you need a little pep in your step, you need to smile, you need to see the sunrise and the sunset, well, you're going to order the happy meal enjoyment. So what do you need? Five markers that trigger natural body chemistry. And once that flows into the bloodstream simultaneously, and those five markers are stable, the zone arrives, that purposeful, calm feeling that nothing can go wrong. And in the zone, you'll have an uncanny ability to look around corners, to get this gut feel. You'll be more decisive, and you'll have a more productive, better life. The Zone Cafe, come here anytime you choose, anytime. You know, sometimes, sometimes we got to think out of the box. In a small European village hundreds of years ago, a small business owner owed a large sum of money to the local loan shark. The loan shark, old, scary-looking dude, just happened to have an eye for the business owner's daughter. He decided the loan shark, to offer the businessman a deal that would completely wipe out the debt that he owed him. Wipe it out. You owe me nothing. However, the catch was that he would wipe out the debt if he could marry the businessman's daughter. (laughs) Needless to say, this proposal was met with a look of disgust from the business owner. The loan shark said that he would place two pebbles into a bag, one white, one black. The daughter would then have to reach into the bag and pick out a pebble. And if it was black, the debt would be wiped out, but the loan shark would then marry her. If the pebble was white and she chose that one, the debt would also be wiped out, but the daughter wouldn't have to marry the loan shark. Black pebble, white pebble. Standing on a pebble-strewn path in the businessman's garden, the loan shark bent over, quickly picked up two pebbles. Now, while he was picking them up, the daughter noticed that he picked up two black pebbles, and he placed both of them in the bag. He then asked the daughter to reach into the bag and pick one. The daughter naturally had three options, three choices, and no time as to what she could have done. One, she could refuse to pick a pebble from the bag. Two, she could take both pebbles out of the bag and expose the loan shark for cheating. Three, pick a pebble from, from the bag knowing it was black and then sacrifice herself for her father's freedom. She drew out a pebble from the bag and before looking at it, accidentally dropped it into the midst of the other pebbles on the ground. She then said to the loan shark, oh, I, oh my goodness, how clumsy of me. Never mind. If you look into the bag for the one that is left, you'll be able to tell which pebble I picked. The pebble left in the bag is obviously black. And seeing as the loan shark didn't want to be exposed for being a cheater, he had to play along as if the pebble the daughter dropped was white and clear her father's debt. What's the moral of this story? It's always possible to overcome a tough situation. But sometimes you... You have to overcome it through out-of-the-box thinking. Not give in to the only options you think you have to choose. Be decisive. She was. Be decisive. Look over the blueprint in your life. Start making tough decisions. Be decisive. And for the next seven days, be in the zone. 
It's the only place to be. I'll see you next week. I ask one thing of you. If you enjoy the show, pass it on to someone that maybe needs to be decisive in their life. Until next week, be in the zone. It definitely is the only place to be. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannon.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is a Crush Performance with Jeff Crescell Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Dan Pink mentioned a couple things there in terms of motivation and what motivates people, and we've got it wrong. What we know about motivation and encouraging people and, and getting them motivated to you know, do things that are, might be a little bit uncomfortable um, isn't what we thought. And sporting organizations, businesses, even schools are getting it wrong. We think that money might be a motivator. Well, it's not. Studies have proven time and time again that more money does not equal better performance. What does? Input. Input. Autonomy. Um, control of your future. There's people who will take less pay if they have more control over their day-to-day activities. And one of the things that I have found in our programs is that once you get the athlete involved in the developmental conversation, in their personal developmental conversation, and even in the team approach, oh man, you've got buy-in at every single level. It might be as simple as, you know, 13-year-old soccer players. Hey guys, we've got five practices this week and two games or whatever it might be. What should we work on as a team? But getting them involved is critical. And we see that in basically every skill set. In every area there's humans trying to get better, we see that phenomenon where athletes, our employees, our students are more engaged if they have more control. And so that's where we kind of have to reset and rethink about, you know, what's motivating and what we're trying to accomplish on our day-to-day programming. Crush Performance with Jeff Crushell can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.